Sorry, Beta. Hi, guys. Listen to another episode of the Your Bridges podcast. Listen to myself, Chi, and today it's just me and Luke. Luke H. Let's say hi to the people. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. Um, when are we going to start? There's, there's a few things I want to talk about. Um, there's a few massive things from last week. There is some huge things. Yeah. But is there anything you in particular want to start with? Because I know what I was thinking, but because it's just too fast, I guess we could. Got to be. There's got to be Tyson, surely. Yeah, fair enough. Let's let's go with that. <laughs> so this yeah. is Tyson Fury versus Wilder. Um, I watched the highlights. So I didn't. I didn't stay up. I watched the highlights this morning. Mm. I stayed up and. Uh... I'm not gonna lie. I can't be doing it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is. I knew I wasn't gonna be able to, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll just wait." I'll, I knew I'll, I'll check what the result was, but yeah, I'll watch the highlights. Yeah, that's thing. I, I'm. I, I can't miss. Yeah, I, don't, I, I hate the spoilers, so I had to just set up. No, I. Did, I thought. I thought. Yeah, I just. I'd rather know, because I knew I wasn't gonna watch like a good, like highlight from something that was. Yeah, yeah it was gonna you be free, see, whatever it was. Check yeah, out YouTube. Tyson Fury wins. Oh, why? Oh. <laughs> why have you named it that? <laughs> I know, I know. The clickbaits are annoying, but uh, no, yeah. it was, I'm not gonna lie though. Watching the highlights, maybe it's just because I saw what the person showed me, but I was looking at it thinking, I think this was the worst he's looked in any of the matches. As in, he won, but I don't think he looked as good. I think. It was the best of all the fights. Uh, a lot of people have said that it was that he, he he wasn't very good, but I thought he was. He did what he had to do in terms of tying up and putting his weight on him. Still, you know, with the with the the power that Wilder obviously every box and everyone has really knock you out, but with Wilder's power, you just got to be cautious at the end of the day, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, but I think if we control, I feel like. Yeah, but I feel like he went into it knowing I might get knocked out here, but I'm still going to do the same brawling tactics that I'd expect from like maybe a Chizuru or someone like that. It just wasn't, it's not what I'm used to with Fury. Um, yeah, I think the knockdown in the fourth, the double knock, or the two knockdowns in that round, maybe that like, made him a bit more cautious. Um, he wasn't letting go of his shots. He was like, he would like tie him up and do the little uppercuts and stuff. It wasn't like vintage, but it kind of was vintage Tyson Fury. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad he won. As I said, I'm glad he knocked him out too. But it just felt like, because especially after the fourth, I felt like he knew and Wilder knew. This is just about who's gonna knock down who next. Like we, I knew this wasn't going. I was very shocked when it got to the eleventh round. Like watching it, it's like you mm. both are just blundering each other. It's outrageous. Yeah, nah, it, was, it was a really good fight, though. Like, yeah, one of the best recent time. They were heavyweight elite for sure. It was so good, but so, what do you make of the fact that you know? They did the whole thing at the end where Fury goes, "Oh yeah, great match," and he was like, "Nah, nah, nah." You're still the, the, the yeah. grudge still stays on, and I was just like, "You're not gonna get another match, so you might as well have said, yeah, yeah, thanks, mate.' Thing, 
Because this is it. Yeah. It's like, uh, the thing is, it must be hard to have lost to someone basically three times. I know the first time was a draw, but come on, he lost that fight. Really. Yeah, we no, we all thought he won that, and yeah. I think, yeah. Three times in a row, even though probably in his mind, he's like, I won on them, apart from the second, obviously. Even that, he still feels the most hard done by is probably that second, the way he feels, all the excuses and blaming everyone. Mm. It must, especially as a boxer, you've always been the alpha. You knock, you've knocked out everyone you've ever faced. <laughs> just to like not be able to beat this one guy who's calling you a dosser constantly. So I, I forget this. <laughs> so what, what am I doing here? <laughs> but, I suppose at the end of the day, that's part of the sport is to show the humility at the end if it's being fair. So what I was thinking though is, what does he do from here? Because people are saying he should probably face the loser of Usyk Joshua, and I'm thinking. He's been at such a high point for such a long time. Is that really what he wants to do now? Uh, that, that that has to be, has to be one of those two, like the loser in that fight. But then, because everyone would watch it still. Who's not watching Joshua versus Wilder or Usyk versus Wilder? Everyone I think you would watch it, but you would watch it in the premise of if Wilder wins versus whoever loses. You're assuming he's going to have to go for the belts again, and whether Fury's going to want to do that again is this the issue? If Fury's, we assume going to be assuming it's it's, it's probably going to be White, but again, if Dylan White loses again another uh, title elimination match, I think I might lose it. Like he's been he's been the number one contender for so long. I think we've just been <laughs> hoping because he's that bit South London, but <laughs> it's at the end of the day, he's like, uh, okay, cool. Yeah, but he's apparently the next one. I'd rather just see. Well, yeah, he's but he's got to, he's got sure. to beat Otto. He's got to beat Otto Wallen now. Wallen, yeah. That's um, that's next month, isn't it? Uh, I'm not sure when it is actually. I think. No, I think it's. I think it's coming up. Yeah. It's just. I don't know. I feel like. Because Fury's always said he's only got a couple more in him anyway, so yeah, it is white. But then it will obviously be then it will be the winner of Joshua Usyk. Then he, I, I don't. I've read it a time ago. He said he wants to fight Chisora one last time just to like his old friend. I, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why? It's so random. And this but... is the, but this is but this is what I'm feeling. I'm maybe it's again. It just might have been just the way that match went. But I was looking at it like he does look like he's slowing down a bit. But again, yeah. Mm. Uh, just like he came in quite heavy as well. I know Wilder yeah. came in heavier. I think that was a bad choice from Wilder. Can't out big man a naturally big man. Yeah. Who's also lost ten stone recently. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, like, what were you thinking? But Wilder's probably the weirdest boxer right now, maybe of our lifetime, because he's not a boxer. But he has. <laughs> The most deadly weapon I think I've ever seen on a boxer. Oh yeah, no, as in he's probably the best knockout artist we've seen in boxing ever. Yeah, because it's like he, he doesn't even have to set up; he just touches you and you're down. Yeah, because even the the <laughs> knockout, the knockdown in the fourth, I was just like, he didn't even wind up that one. It just clipped him nice. Yeah, and the second one is like. He just, like, he just like, I don't, yeah, again, it was like a little touch, it looked like. But obviously, they just, I just think he hit his ear. Special. I think that's what did it. I think he yeah, got behind, clipped on yeah. the ear. Yeah. Yeah. 
which is obviously how he went down in the end, isn't it? Yeah. Put him there. But, yeah, it's so strange. It's such a strange... Even the way he throws things, like windmilling... <laughs> yeah, I know, but he's. But this is the thing. He um, his hands are really quick. I don't think he gets credited as much for that. Where it's just that he's powerful, but it's like no, he's very quick at releasing that punch. Yeah, that's true. So it's but not he... like the, you know the other knockout artist where it's slow. It's like no, this is lightning and it's coming straight down your throat. Hmm. Uh... But. Fury's just got his number. I mean, he, how can you be six foot seven and still be the smaller man? That that must be annoying as well. It is, but he's a giant. There was a bit where what... Fury was leaning on him, and they were just like nearly out of the ring. Is that? These guys yeah, but I, I don't know about you, but I felt like I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like the whole because he at one point it looked like he was about to DDT him. The way he had him in the grip, he throws the way he does it, and just a quick uppercut every time as well. Yeah, <laughs> just a little. <laughs> just, just yeah. to let him know that, yep, you can. If I'm doing this grappling, I am bigger than you, and I will keep leaning on you. And it was just that, and I think he felt very much like a small boy, and he was just getting annoyed. Yeah, well, that's nothing because in the builder, he was like, obviously, he put on weight. And he's like, oh, I can bench press 350 pounds and stuff. So, yeah, that's not how it works, though. <laughs> like, because I saw like when he was doing it, and like it was a grinder of a thing, but obviously it's a massive weight. But it's not going to be the same as trying to push a six foot nine eye off of you. Mm. It, I just thought it was like, why, why has this been your tactic? <laughs> like, your tactic was to avoid his tactic, basically. And you only got one tactic at the end of the day with him. That's just to land that right. Yeah, but I think the issue was that he then, because I think he knew that Tyson was going to come onto him, because obviously in the first fight it was very much a Tyson box outboxed him, and then mm-hmm. still got clipped. And I think he knew that Tyson's not going to just keep outboxing. You can't outbox a guy like him, because then you're giving him the distance to try and hit. You want to be on top of him as close as possible, and I think that was what the issue was for Deontay it was just I didn't have the space to let go and he was pretty much keeping himself at a distance or laying on top of me yeah. and the times where I did catch him was where he was getting tired because obviously he's, he even put, he was the heaviest he's ever been as well I think they were both like pretty fatigued because there's only so yeah. much weight you can put on even as a heavyweight before it just gets silly yeah, but I just feel like, like you said, he's fast, and then going into what is probably the biggest fight of your career, it's like a completely different game plan, new trainers, you've put on, I can't remember how much he actually put on, but he was like 240 on the day. She has gone. After two balls. Yeah, no, no, sorry, yeah, just card it. <laughs> just card out. Yeah, no. Yeah. Just it was weird. I don't know what you say. Basically, like, yeah, so putting it on all the way, having new trainers, um, somewhat trying to say you're, you're deviating from your own game plan, even though, you know, isn't much of a game plan for him usually, but it was too many changes for the biggest fight of your career, I think, at once. I think that, yeah, but I think the issue he had was I can't have the same game plan as fight number two because then yeah, everyone yeah, will go, yeah. if I didn't change it, it was like, oh, what was the point? Of having he the rematch clause, he hasn't got the ability to do anything else. That's the thing. Like, 
someone like a Joshua could come out of a different game plan because he's got power. He can also do a little bit of good boxing. I don't know if he's the best boxer in the world. So, yeah, he, no. He, he could do it. Saying that, though, I know the rematch clause was always going to get activated, but did you think it was a bit weird that they were like, no, it's officially done today? As if to yeah. say to Tyson, yeah, even if you've won, you're not getting the Usyk because we've got Usyk and we will still fight for that fight. I just, yeah. I'm very fearful that AJ's not going to be able to win his belts back. I really am. Yeah, because it's, it's the same kind of thing with Wilder Fury. It's like just getting outboxed and you can't, like, the, like, but I think he's where he, amateur fights, so you can't outbox him. So you got. Then go this is where he should have the advantage, though, because you're looking at this guy and you're saying to yourself, "You need to just be the person you were when you came up, and just be looking for bullying and headshots and body yeah. shots." Because that's another thing. I think one of the things that I mean, Joshua, and I've said this before, and I'll keep saying it. He needs to learn to go to the body. I know the reason why he doesn't is because he's always afraid to get hit in the follow-through. But again, I don't know what you can do. I mean, if he loses the rematch, you're going to have to assume that he has to get rid of McCracken. Yeah. I mean, because it's outrageous that you've had him for this long and there's still major flaws in his game that just don't seem to ever be getting ironed out. It's but it's the similar thing with Wilder. It's like they've come up just doing their own thing, and they like you can see they didn't grow up boxing compared to other boxers. But at and least what are the fundamentals. But can but you teach think, the fundamentals so late on? But I think this is the weird difference is Joshua had a like at least a little bit of an amateur career. I think Wilder yeah, pretty much was a pro from like straight in his teens, uh, late teens. He won like the Golden Glove and started bronze in the Olympics. But I mean, he, his story was that he wanted to be a football player or a basketball player, but then he's well, had medical issues, isn't it? Mm. So he just needed to make the money. Apparently. But it's a good... I, I like the wider story. That sense of... Uh, how yeah, like his... it's a higher purpose and mm. he had to do it for his family. And yeah, I, I understand that. But I just feel like he... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just me trying to be a boxing purist and just look at someone and go, I can see what you need to do and whether it's just too hard for you to grasp it because it takes away too much of what made you successful and you don't want to do it. That's fine. Because it's like, I've seen Joshua box. He's not a terrible boxer. I've never seen what other box. I think that's where my difference is with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But I mean, that's... It's like one of those things, like you know, like with football, the crew is like, why is he not using his left foot or his right foot? If you know, the other foot is like, because I can't get good at that. <laughs> like, it's just too late. The fundamentals, like, I, I can't learn them at this age. It's kind of like, just don't you think that that's different though? Because I've, I mean, that's another thing. I remember hearing someone talk about that, saying how their grandparent was like a professional footballer back in the day, and he used to get so annoyed when people used to love. Ryan Giggs and he used to go Ryan Giggs has been a professional pretty much for over 20 years how he never learned to use his right foot is outrageous yeah. I think that's a very long time not to say that I could never learn to use my weaker foot 
the thing is, people only ever make the argument for left-footed players, first of all. <laughs> I don't know why. No one ever's like, why doesn't uh, Ribery know how to use his left foot? Or, you know, in comparison to his but right. I think because you... Robin always used to call that. Yeah, but I think it's because with right-footed players, there are occasions where you do see them use their left foot. Not necessarily to pass, but to use it to shoot. And, you know, it's a fairly decent shot. It's very rare to see a left footer be quite good with his right foot. I think the only person I can think of off the top of my head that was quite decent with his right foot was Robin Van Persie. Uh, As well, in, Greenwood's left footed, isn't he? I don't know well, what foot Greenwood is. But thing, again, he is left footed, but he can do both. I, like, isn't he taking penalties with both feet? First, like, just I'm not sure about point. that one. I think, yeah, I think the only other player that I know was proper ambidextrous was uh, Santi and I think Wesley Snyder as well. John Terry as well, you know. Slightly, slightly people forget about I him. think, no, I think the problem with John Terry was I only remember Defender. that one game, the one game against us where he kept pinging it with his left foot to Robin on the right and I was just like, and people were like, oh yeah, didn't you know John Terry's left footed? I'm like, no, he's not. He's not, yeah. No, he, but but he, he, was... always, he always used his left foot. Like, even like, you know, like the short passes, he always used his left foot unless he was in trouble. No, 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 I remembered him doing crossfield balls with his left yeah, though. Yeah, he can. Like, he, he done it to Ashley Cole when he scored a goal. Hummer is against. He's pinged it forward so perfectly. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I'm, as I said, I think you should be able to, but that's another yeah. question for well, another day, I guess. But um, so if you can't learn just to use your foot, then, like, for example, if you're a professional sportsman who plays football, you can't learn, like, basically can't learn to use your other foot. Imagine trying to learn, you know, technique and footwork at such a late age when you've gone through. Oh no, like I, I think footwork is impossible. That's why. I yeah, no, I hear that. I think footwork is very different, and I feel like a lot of players find footwork a bit harder to do. Because I think even Fury was saying that like, it was something he learned as a really young kid. But that, again, he was raised with boxers. His dad was a boxer. There was a lot of boxers around him to teach him techniques. And I just think it's different when you're doing it as you're the sole person in your house that really takes on boxing. Yeah. But also, like I said, it's that environment when you're growing up, getting taught it from a young age. It just gets ingrained in you. Whereas if you yeah. learn it now, you probably, if you get in trouble, you're not going to remember those things. You're just going to go revert back to type ultimately. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, like think... Lomachenko did ballet, wasn't it? His dad. Yeah, but ballet. Lomachenko's dad legitimately said everything I did in his youth was to make yeah. him the boxer that he is. Exactly. So you can't teach that though. <laughs> like if you made like you just have to do it from young to teach. Mm. You can't do it now. It could also be like, is it worth even trying to do it? Ultimately, I think it's just something that you kind of have to just get used to and just understand that these are these are flaws that you have and you know there's very few boxes that essentially will make Joshua look as bad as Usyk did I think Fury is the only other one so I think that's where the issue is for him is you want to be that guy at the very top of your era and unfortunately you've now potentially got not just one but two guys that are in your way and I don't see how you're going to beat either of them without doing certain things that I haven't seen you do too much very well. I think the last time I saw him fight a boxer and brawl with him 
was Klitschko. And Klitschko probably could have knocked him out. Yeah, his older Klitschko. Yeah. <clears throat> still, he still did it. Yes, I, I just... think that is the way he has to fight Usyk. Yeah, I just think it's... Yeah, maybe that, that way. But you can't... I don't think he's ever going to learn like a level where he's going to be able to actually compete with Usyk or Fury. Anyone like that, but, and obviously, and with heavyweights, obviously a bit different as well because the bangs are just ready, right? And this is what I mean. This is why I'm like, there's not, there's not as much onus. Obviously, if he was in the light division, then yeah, it, yeah. it would be outrageous for you to say I can't do anything else. Yeah, you need that. But yeah, happy, happy for the Gypsy King. Yeah, yeah, happy for the Gypsy King. Happy for him to hopefully come back now to the UK and, you know, I mean, him and Dylan should still be a good five, Dylan wins. Not that I would expect Dylan to win, but it it's just would be nice to like, see. You watch it 100%, but also it's like, what am I actually expecting from this fight? <laughs> I'm not expecting Dylan White to do anything. Really. No, but I think you're kind of expecting it. I think... I think it will be similar to if he fought Chisora again. I think that's what I would see it as. As it will be respectable, but you should win, and you probably will win. Yeah, mm. there are there are, there are good fights still to be made, um, but maybe Fury's yeah. one is the hardest one to make next because it, it just yeah because the point is has to be Usyk really. He doesn't really have to fight anyone else apart from no. to get the titles if he wants to be yeah. on and I think I think he kind of wants that now I think before he didn't care now I think he's like yeah if I can be undisputed that'd be wicked and I think he generally if he's undisputed he'll retire yeah because like I said it's not he's done everything he can possibly yeah, there's no, do yeah there's no one he no really one... has to face yeah yeah, yeah. he hasn't got like to get a fight back against anyone I've just done it all so. yeah why and again, he's like, and dark. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, because and and remaining undefeated, that would just be amazing. Oh, no, it's actually again, it depends how he sees it, but um, but yeah, as I said, I was just happy to see him win. And was, I'm still hoping for that AJ fight, and just hope that AJ. That's another thing. It just made me sad that AJ and him won't happen in the right circumstances. He seems like in boxing happens way too much. Yeah, it's not the boxer's fault, and it's annoying. Well, I think. I think the issue was, and I think it still is, AJ looked past Usyk, and I think Usyk showed him pretty much, you shouldn't have done that. I'm much better than you thought I was, and you're going to have to really focus on me before you think about anyone else. You think if, I know you think you went through the courts, why do you through the courts with it, but if there was no COVID, I think they would have actually done AJ Fury, that you might have gone through. Then that court bit, what if there was no... No COVID. I feel like that somehow scuppered everything. It did. But I think COVID stopped Fury and Wilder basically getting their rematch done as well. So it would have actually been... getting COVID though, as well. Because it was supposed to be earlier, wasn't it? Yeah. Fury got it. But I mean, just in terms of like pandemic in general. Yeah, I think there's a few fights that have been halted because of it. Yeah. You know, you still got Crawford and um, Spence that seem like they will never fight each other, which is a crying shame. He's, he's, who's he fighting next, Crawford? And he announced. I thought Spence is fighting someone else. 
Crawford is fighting. Yeah, no, Crawford got a fight announced. I think it was last week, maybe the week before. Yeah, I can't remember who it's against because I think he's left top rank, hasn't he? Because mm. I think him, uh, Bob and Aram and him didn't see eye to eye. Yeah. Let me see. He's fighting Porter. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, no, that should be decent. That's right. He was on the commentary yesterday as well. Poor, I think. But <laughs> another thing, just a quick one. I think we just got off it. But <laughs> you know, you see the memes. Like, I saw someone <laughs> said their girlfriend asked why R. Kelly was doing commentary for the boxing, and it was David Hay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> it's. I mean, the problem is, is it's. He still, he still rocks the cameras. That's the issue. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I saw this on. I can't remember who said it. Someone said, "Didn't trust R. Kelly because he's either bald or has cameras, and there's never an in between." I was thinking about it. Is like, have you ever seen him with anything other than those two hairstyles? Yeah, but I think the problem is, is that he is. They're saying his hair is definitely gone or going, because I think in the last interview they showed you can see the hairline's been moved forward a bit. Yeah, it's never. I feel like he never has enough hair to actually do cameras. So I feel like he he, they're like stuck on or something (laughs) because there was never an in between. Yeah, no, I know, I know what you're saying. (laughs) Or if he did like the classic Lauren one where he just cut them, we just cut his hair to look like it. Then I would be okay. (laughs) I see how that happened. That would be outrageous. I just yeah, I'd hope he wouldn't do something stupid like that. (laughs) <laughs> I remember when I saw that on Lauren, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is what we're doing now. Sick. <laughs> well, guys. Well, yeah, no, I'm, I said, um, yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for some, some good matches coming up anyway, with everything kind of getting back to normal. Yeah, hopefully. But, um, yeah, no, the next big news I wanted to talk about was, um, Newcastle getting taken over mm. by the Saudis. Now, I guess what people are getting upset about is that, you know, this is still quite a military, like quite quite a militant and oppressive regime yeah. that has essentially brought their way into football so that everyone forgets and, you know, Gives them good PR. Mm. Yeah. But at the same time, if I'm a Newcastle fan, I'm like, are we staying up? Yeah, probably. If we get the right signings, can we target pretty much anyone we can want? Yes. Why would I be upset? Football wise, why would I be upset? But I guess people will say, isn't that for the rest of people? Like, I think basically they're saying it's hypocrisy to get upset about the Super League and not get upset about this. Yeah. They were saying that basically they're having a meeting next week, an emergency meeting, because like none of the teams were consulted after being told they couldn't do it. The piracy initially. But apparently the four teams who were like tried to stop it were Arsenal, United, and Spurs. Obviously mm-hmm. seeing Chelsea can't say anything. So, well, yeah, well <laughs> we can't say anything. But people were saying they have no rights there because Saying they care about the league, but then they try to do the the Super League. Like, yeah, about? but I think I think essentially 
what people will say is that you not that they I don't I don't understand why the the teams needed to be told I, I like it's, I don't think that should be your business I think because it got stopped because like you know of the piracy issues but essentially Which was sorted money. out then it was just like it was sorted out and then it's gone through straight away there was no consultation after being told no this isn't happening which is what i think it was what it must have been it was it two or three years ago at this point now maybe two but and within like a couple of days it's like sort it out uh, and they've also bought a club and it's too late to do anything so it, you it would is a bit like what how did that happen I thought it wasn't happening yeah and it just happens it's, it is a bit like uh, that's a bit dodgy um like i said there's things outside of football as well mm. have already sort of tainted well, might take the league going forward, and it's already taken yeah. to take over itself. So, you say there's no involvement with the the Saudi government, but I'm sure we're going to see, you know, the Saudi advertising everywhere because Newcastle is a big Saudi Arabian place, as we all know. <laughs> but you know, to be honest, they definitely do have some say in it. So, who knows? But, like I said, from a football point of view, can't be mad if you're a Newcastle fan at all. You can't, but I just, yeah. I, I just think, got, think he's gone soon. I think he's gone soon. Who's that? Steve Bruce. How long for Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, he's, yeah. He's he's definitely not, he's not going to be called No Habibi anytime soon. Is <laughs> 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 It must be so annoying. It's like, okay, I've taken all the abuse. I haven't had any money to spend, really. Now the money's here, and I've got to go. Sick. <laughs> but I think, sick. yeah, no, but I think what what he essentially has to do is see if he makes sure that what uh, they've got another eight games before the transfer window. <laughs> if if he maintains like a four, let's say four, he wins four out of eight, he might still be in the job to finally get some money. I think it's That's just why about... I think they. They won't even allow him one job, one game. I reckon he's gone before the next game, just because in case that something like that happens. I know. But also, but can... even if he does, it's also like whatever, get out. <laughs> like the fans <laughs> don't like you. <laughs> You're yeah, gone, but, mate. But I think at the same time, I'm like, I can't believe what I'm hearing. That they're, they're, they're like Conte is in the wings. Yeah. Yeah. I think I might save him like till the end of the season, just literally because it's mid-season. So. I yeah, no, I know hear Conte doesn't normally like taking over clubs without a preseason. Yeah. No, he's so specific as well. He, he he's one of those managers like the old squads. They have to run everything in that team, otherwise he just quits. Yeah, and, and I think <laughs> and I think, but I think the issue you're gonna have with Newcastle is I'm sure Newcastle fans won't care if they win and he leaves. Like oh, no. even if it's just an FA Cup, they just they want to win something. But at the yeah. same time, it's the whole. You want to get some kind of stability now, especially when you think about it. like I couldn't believe when I was reading an article on Athletic. Um, like Ashley's been there for fourteen years. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. He's been there for so long, and he's pre- he's practically had the club up for sale for pretty much most of that time. I, I kind of feel sorry for him in that sense. I do, and I don't. Because again, this is where I think people 
get a bit annoying when it comes to owners. Because if we're talking about outrageous owners, he's another one. He was very much pushing the zero hours contracts to a point that they did an expose on it. Who, who was that? Sorry, I, I missed, I missed that. Uh, Mike Ashley. So oh, Sports yeah. Direct oh, yeah. with the zero contracts, zero hour contracts. He, they did an expose about it. Yeah, that's right. But I mean... <laughs> That's sort of like outside of football as well. And also, it's like, if you're allowed to do it at the end of the day. But then so is the Saudi human rights thing. Uh, killing journalists isn't allowed, but... <laughs> no, know. but I'm saying it's outside of football. If we're going to talk about things that are happening, it's not... Well, I just mean in terms of how he's judged for running Newcastle. Mm. Like, I mean, like 14 years, okay... They say he didn't spend any money, like an average of 10 million a year or something it worked out to, and two relegations, which obviously is not good. But mm. he did plow his own money into it and stuff like that. Like, I don't think he went in there with the intention of making them crap or anything like that. And he kept them, you know, float really with no debt at all. I think where people like... get upset about it is there seems to be the people who had the football acumen didn't seem to really get listened to. So obviously him having to pay off Kevin Keegan and mm. um, him not seeing eye-to-eye Rafa Benitez, I think that was literally the bit I was like, yeah, if you, you can't complain about Benitez. Benitez will bring in your club to a point where people are like, yeah, this could be a decent mid-table club. Maybe you'll push for Europe again like you did with Pardew. The difference mm. was people are like, Pardew was lucky. Benitez wouldn't have been lucky if he got you to Europe. Yeah, I, I just think it, we, because yeah, you remember when he first took over, it was like, what's this clock can you doing here? With, like Dennis. Yeah, Weiss and everyone was quite happy to have him because, you know, he no, was in the, the stands. Hmm? No, I think it was the other way around. I think because he was like a Londoner and he was like wearing a Newcastle shirt in the stands, like people like just wrote him off straight away. No, no I think Newcastle fans were, there was a point where they were, they didn't really like the Halls and the Shepherds. So them going was fine. I think them. I think what people saw, like they obviously saw this was gimmicky, and yeah. that he was, you know, drinking the beers and having the shirts. But he was talking to the fans. Like it was like a short period. It was like a year or so where he had a decent, a decent rapport with the fans. And then, you know, there was just things that got on people's nerves. I think. The selling, apparently the selling of Milner happened under his watch as well. Milner going to Villa. Hmm. Yeah. But then again, I, mean, I thought I thought that happened before. I didn't realise I was under his watch because I'm pretty sure wasn't it Sooners that was the manager saying that he could he couldn't win with a team of eleven Milners. <laughs> That's such a classic. <laughs> it was such a yeah, because it was just that, especially when you think about well Milner's career, Sooners' career. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure who I'm listening to now, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely sure that was that was a mistake to say. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's up there with the can't win with kids. From yeah. So basically, uh-huh. if you're Scottish and you're a pundit, I, I shouldn't listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I learned from those two quotes. I say if you're a pundit, or Jerry, I like to listen to them. But yeah, that could be a good rule going forward yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Or if you're Roy Keane, I'm just going to assume that you're angry at the world. So there's not much I'm going to hear from that. 
it's so funny. The, he he's just a comedian, guys of a football pundit. Though. Yeah, he's no, but, then, but he is. But then someone dragged up again about him calling um Carl Walker an idiot. Oh like, yeah, yeah. He's not an idiot, and you know he's turned out to be quite great. And it's like okay, that yeah, I don't I don't think that was the purpose of this. Yeah, like you say, he's he's always angry, obviously, and I think. Mm. Just expects people to not make mistakes if you're a professional footballer. I think it's just one of those things. Mm. You're a professional footballer. What are you doing? <laughs> I slipped in the rain or something. It's like, yeah, but you know, have studs that are longer or something. Like that. But I can't account for random natural occurrences sometimes. <laughs> you know, I just fell over. Yeah. But he's funny. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, who do you think the first signing they should make is? Uh, the people out there you've heard so far. I think if they could get Koulibaly, that would be a step in the right. That would be a step in the right direction. I think the Mm. problem is is that your best defender, unfortunately, is very injury prone, and that's Jamal Lascelles. Yeah. And I think the issue is, yeah, you just you just need to have someone that could do his job. I do like the idea of um, reinforcing from the back first, because often it's just like Messi. I would sign Rubinho. So okay, <laughs> like, everyone always goes for the headline players, but obviously, if it is a Conte as well, they will. They should really start the solid foundation. Well, I've always thought midfield and and like at the back is where you go, because obviously it's getting fine, a striker yeah. is normally what people will assume you're going to do first. But I'm just like, if you don't have the rest, all you're essentially doing is you're essentially saying to your team they have to keep winning like 4-3 or whatever because your defenders are not good enough. That's one of the things that they were fam- well, let's be honest, that's the only thing they're famous for in the Premier League was that under Kevin Keegan. Yeah. Just going, we're going to play <laughs> some outrageous attack in football. And they seem, at the moment, it seems like they're happy just for doing that. I'm hearing them say they want Kevin Keegan back. Is, that, is Kevin Keegan still about? Where is Kevin Keegan? Why do you want him? Just with, like... I think it's, but again, that's the mentality of the club. It's we want our legends, which is what I think. If you're coming in, you kind of have to fight and just be like, let's get actual football people. Let's not just get our mates, but let's get people in who can mm. speak to the people that they're supposed to, get the fans on side. You know, just just win games. I think I think Newcastle fans don't ask for much when it comes to their football. I think essentially all they really want to do is just play good football and win, which every fan wants. But I think for them, it's like they've gone years with just absolute nonsense that I don't think a lot of people give them credit for for even turning up for it to get close to 40,000 to watch Steve Bruce manage your team it's outrageous but that's the culture of England in football well like it's, it's surprising but you no, see it lower but I, I think there's a lot of clubs that you know you can see when there's like terrible times because the fans don't tend to turn up and you don't say that for a lot of you don't say that for a Newcastle not really yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm talking with them because you know everyone said you know they got fifty thousand fans every week, but it's also like there's no one else there. 
So <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I find that like a big thing. Well, I, I get it because it's still quite a decent. Newcastle is a town or is it a city? It's not a city, is it? No, it's out. Uh, yeah. No, see. Yeah, so, and, you know, that's their, that's their football club. So I guess yeah. people will say that, yeah, you've got quite a big population and that's the main club. Sunderland's down the road, but that's the, they have their own little section. Yeah, but I just, is it harder to be the only team in your city or is it harder to be in London and have a billion teams and have a fan base? It's definitely the second one. I'm just not impressed that much by like when people go on about it. It's like okay, okay. I think <laughs> I think the issue you have is you. I think when you compare it, it's a bit it's a bit harsh on them to make them feel like it's not an achievement because that's not really their fault. Like unfortunately, like when it comes down to it, London is, you know, it's the capital of the whole country. There's a mm. lot of people that are down there and there's a lot of wealth compared to like a Newcastle that the wages aren't as high. So if people are going to spend their money going to the football, that's like a whole like community thing going to the game rather than like in London where people can really keep themselves to themselves. That's, that's something I don't agree with. Like, okay, they have less wages. Yeah, but we're in the most expensive city in in England. Maybe, you know, arguably, well, definitely one of them in Europe. All that. So, it's, again, it's like, okay, everyone's got the same problem. Just, it's just different, you know, different ways of having the same problem. Yeah, but I think that's what it is. It comes down to, I don't, it's, it's comparing to, still showing that that person still has an issue is a bit like saying oh i'm hungry and someone else say well yeah i I have to pay a lot of money to eat too and it's like yeah but that person's still hungry i I know what you're saying but it's it's a bit of a random equivalence because obviously it's like allegedly but i mean londoners have to the high prices of everything absolutely everything is ridiculously overpriced here um you know, I think I saw a thing that one bar in London pays more uh, business tax than the rest of the UK outside of um, the rest of England, outside of London, obviously. Just one, and anyone you could pick one. Even yeah. like places like like Tower Hamlets and stuff that has Canary Wharf and stuff, so it's like you <laughs> still get beaten. Right. And London, I have find to... Tower Hamlets what? a bit crazy though, because they're, they're yeah. you know they're still they're still council estates, they're still people that are not doing great. Yeah. Exactly, and they still pay more business, but obviously because of like you know Canary Wharf is there now. Yeah. So it's still part of it, and Londoners have have things to do. <laughs> like I don't know. In my mind, Newcastle fans, what do you always hear about them? They're just walking around on a Tuesday afternoon in their Newcastle tops around town. Are you not working, mate? Like what's going on here? Because you always hear that. Oh, it's a way of life. It's like, okay, get it. Passionate, but you know. <laughs> we're busy down here making this country run <laughs> and then you guys do your votes and stuff <laughs> I, 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 I hear that it's just it feels very London arrogant so I'm not I'm not going to do that I've always yeah, but... I've always felt like Newcastle fans yeah their yeah their team is literally their religion at points and I do think it's a bit unhealthy but 
Yeah, it is I'm, what not, it is. I'm, I'm not unhappy, Dave. Well, unless you know, just as another challenger. But you know, Dave, I'm not. I won't begrudge them their newfound wealth or anything like that at all. That's it from a football point of view. I think like their their achievements are put on a weird pedestal, and it's only just Newcastle that I put on it in terms of the fans and stuff. I think Liverpool had that for a little bit. Also, were successful though. Yeah, but I was saying when they weren't, I think a lot of the time was like, you got to do it for those those supporters. And I think I think the difference was you had Liverpool and you got Everton. And Everton obviously had their heyday as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like I, said, I, 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 don't even, I don't mind Newcastle. I just think it's just weird. That it's like, they're a big club. They fill out 50,000 seats every game. Like, mm. Okay. <laughs> you also ran your owner out for 10 years, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of the, the players that have been linked there, do you think they'll be able to uh, track them straight away? Um, Everyone's saying it would just be the money, but Pepe's still going to go, no, you're I not really think, Yeah. You kind of <laughs> you kind of have to give them more wages than they would expect, because like, mm. it was a bit like when... Um, when City got silver and Yaya Torre, like, Yaya said it, it's like, I made a lot of money to come to see. And I think essentially, mm. you have to give those wages because you're basically telling this person, you're not going to be in the Champions League yet. You're not going to see the things that you've already seen. So yeah. if you're coming, you're coming to get us better with your help. I mean, it depends how you want to run your club because you, you could do that with a young player rather than doing that with an established one. But I feel like they'll have to get players who kind of like like the Coutinho's who have always been who've been linked for a while now of leaving and have to leave if the money comes in because it's Barcelona. But so players who aren't best or in similar situations, like they're not going to sign Haaland. They're not going to sign. Yeah, and they're not going to get Mbappe. And they're not going to get Kane. Like, yeah, we know that. Yeah. But it's... It'd be like Ross Barkley. <laughs> no, it's like, okay, yeah, I get that. That's random, but I get that. I, I think that. the problem is if you do that, though, after hearing that you're the wealthiest owners in the league, I think the fans will be like, well, this is really pushing the needle. Nah, it's all right, Ross Barkley. Don't worry. What about someone like a... Someone like Zaha? He's been he earned him another chance. No new guys aren't challenging yet, but and he's a bit older, but if we go sign like that. Yeah, I don't know if it's I think the issue you have is that him and Saint Maximum would absolutely infuriate everyone on the pitch. How do you know two running at you do? <laughs> oh my gosh. There's not but this is the problem, it's like there's only one ball. So someone's gonna get annoyed. It's either going to be him or Saint Maximum. <laughs> I feel like Zaha kind of would like help sometimes when you see him at Palace. Like now he's got Gallagher there. I feel like he likes it. Someone else to not have, so he doesn't have to do everything going forward. Oh yeah, no, I feel like you know some of his best seasons was like when he had Belasco on the other wing as well. Mm. Where yeah, it's just like way. it's just another person that someone's got to deal with. So I've got more space to do what I can do. Yeah, yeah. Could be a 
and they, they would want it's always 70 million for him somehow so that's just always the figure around Zaha what 70 yeah. mil yeah so why <laughs> why is it yeah. always 70 million it's not even that it's and, and we want most of it up front it's like who do you think you are this yeah. is the thing, the thing is I do get it though because <laughs> without him uh, well championship here we come I hear that but you're a club that is always trying to make deals where you're spreading it out equally, just like most clubs. So why mm. is it you're the only team that feels like you deserve more upfront? Yeah. Especially if you're asking a big team to do it. Cause it's like, so when we tried to get him over Pepe, it was like, first they didn't want to sell him. Then they said it was 80 plus we had to spend 50 there and then like down payment or 50 mil. Like they wouldn't accept any less. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, what What are you doing with accounting? Why is this an issue? Do you think we're going to go bankrupt before we give you... Like, it, just, it was just really weird to me. The thing is, like, he can't replace him. Like, who could they actually replace him? So, if they have a chance of doing it, they do need that money straight away, probably. Yeah, but essentially, what you're saying is that you're going to use that money as soon as to get other things, which I get... But you also could do what we're asking you to do and say, look, we have the money. Accounting can still put that down and say, that's how much we got for Zaha. It's just yeah. it's not in our bank account yet. And unless you're going to someone in Spain, why do you need 50 mil? Yeah, I feel like they, um, Italian teams do that all the time with English teams as well. So whoever they want, they want for like million and whoever they're selling is like well it's got to be 80 million minimum and it's all got to be up front and i think it. yeah and i think no but i think that was the way napoli do it i feel like they just didn't want to sell outside of italy like they were notoriously bad at doing that but you should want to sell outside of italy otherwise you're just yeah, Juve or someone yeah but also, i don't think they see that as such a big deal as much as they feel they just don't like the Premier League. That's what I've kind of Yeah. I think Owen is probably a bit jealous, I can't lie, with the money. Yeah. So right, I think so. he's like, well, if I'm going to lose my player to your league, I'm going to make sure I'm squeezing you as much as I feel you squeeze us. Because you assume that we're Napoli and we need the money, so we're going to sell. And he's like, no, we're not. Okay. And he's <laughs> and he is a tyrant to his players as well. If they think that they can force their way out, like I really do feel like uh, Koulibaly was like, yeah, he's he went completely off the radar after he was upset about losing out on I think yeah. it was United. But he's been linked to everyone. Yeah, I know every single team. He just never got it. But but again, so like. He's 30 now. Maybe not too bad for a defender, but how much are they going to want for him still? I'm still seeing like 90 million. <laughs> yeah, that's, like Calm down. But this is what I mean. It's just, this is essentially how he runs the club. Yeah. I suppose it's, uh, from his point of view, you've got to do it, but also you just, you now you've got no money. So mm. did you win or did you lose? Because I don't know. Because the team that won the cigarette that wasn't Juventus wasn't Napoli. It was Inter Milan. So, who knows? If that was the right thing, really. Mm. 
that's just um yeah, it's another it's another situation that I think football fans will know is just gonna be running the whole of the transfer news and whatever and I don't think we're gonna stop hearing about Newcastle for probably another six months or so. Yeah, it is nutty how much money they have compared to everyone. Because <laughs> when C came in, it's like, bro, like double Abramovich. That's, that's mental. Mm. These guys come in like more than the rest of the league put together times 10. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> how? How have you done this? And yeah, everyone is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely different from the state. Man, how can you possibly prove this? Yeah, wink, wink. <laughs> like, hey, definitely different. See, that's another reason why I feel like the team should have. They that, that's why they have to be told if it's something like that. Mm. First of all, because of that state run, which is illegal in football, and then also again with the piracy, because essentially you've been stealing money from every club in this league for however many years it has been now. Yeah. So, in those situations, yeah, I, I do think it should go to. Um, to discuss and make sure everything is done right. Now they well, can't stop it at all, isn't it? Oh well, yeah, but yeah, as I said, it is what it is now. It's, mm. it's really not much else we can do. Also, I forgot to mention when we were talking about him. I saw Mike Ashley was linked to buying Derby. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. I, I mean, don't know how to talk about that. <laughs> so. He, yeah, you. I think to be honest, they're they're in a situation where they just have to accept someone. Yeah, because so. it's not like he doesn't have money. It's just he just doesn't want to spend money on things he doesn't feel he has to spend money on. Well, a lot of his like. So when he did the interview, remember he did the interview saying basically his wealth is within shares of like sports direct and stuff. So he actually doesn't have like three hundred thirty million in that sense. Yeah. But he's still essentially that's what the problem is like when you do his net worth, he's still essentially a billionaire, which is what this is all people see. Mm. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> it's like, I don't know, it's, it must be you have to, you can't just throw money at things for the sake of throwing money at things. I think it's easily people in football want you to do that, it seems. Mm. Not everyone can do it. So, again, that's why I think he's a bit harshly treated in that sense. It's like you can't compete with the the bigger teams. Even if you did throw all his money at it, because then you just go bankrupt doing it. Then what? <laughs> Newcastle fans going to look after him? And <laughs> the lifestyle he's now got? Yeah. So they won't. They might do. I don't know. Like I said, they are very passionate. But, yeah, if someone doesn't like you, I'm not going to help you. That's literally it, and that's 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 always going to be the the problem. Mm. Well, yeah. he's he's gone now for now. So now, yeah, just on to the next one, then let's see how it goes. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think what else. There was something else that I did want to discuss. I'm trying to think of what it was. Um, England, maybe. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? That was it. Was just I just I think I got really annoyed about that. Only reason I got annoyed was um, the whole hype of 
yeah, I told Drew Greenish he's got to score goals where Southgate said, I'm like, this isn't this isn't the game you should be bigging yourself up. It's Andorra. Let's calm down yeah. now. It's not it's yeah. not that. Like I know you said that he's got to score more, but I, I, I really I couldn't care less about he scored, even though Saka scored. I was like, okay, I'm glad for him, but it's not it's not going to mean anything to me. <laughs> though, uh, yeah, obviously Ben Chill got his first one, so that's slightly different, I think. So defender first goal for your country. That's a it's Azerbaijan, but at least you got that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Everyone else is like, hey, yeah, you should, it's like, you should it's, be scoring. You should be scoring, and it's literally the worst country in the group. And it still just looked like all they were doing was just hoping that you wouldn't batter them. Yeah, that's the problem with internationals as well. I mean, obviously they're just terrible anyway. But I, what Andorra gaining from just getting smashed up every week? Um, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is why they brought in the League Cup, isn't it? Just to... yeah. so you do face people within your own like realm of competitiveness. But still, there for qualifiers and stuff. So yeah, yeah. But this is what I mean. They're not. I don't think anyone's expecting them to qualify for a World Cup. Mm. Well, then why are they there? <laughs> Ultimately, then they're they're just there because they they're part of the Europe. Yeah. One thing I do want to ask you about. Um Jimmy Harbour on TalkSport was saying the Premier League should be cut to eighteen teams. What do you think of that? Um basically his argument was like teams like Norwich and stuff like basically he just kept saying Norwich, <laughs> but he said like, Norwich like are just whipping boys. They're there to make up numbers and they don't bring anything to the league and actually like bring it down. They just get smashed every week, or they not smashed. They lose every week, basically, and go down, come back up, same thing. Go down, come back up, same thing. I don't really think we should make it feel any harder to get into the top flight than it already is for some of those teams in the lower leagues. Mm. So I just, if it's a case of them coming up, getting smashed, going back down. And they keep doing that. I mean, that's that's not on the Premier League to sort. That's on them, really. Because yeah. you also, know, I don't know if it would stop that as well. Think about because they win the championship, so they'll still come back up into the eighteen. Right. I don't know if it would stop that, but in terms of like playing less games, obviously everything's all about playing less games now. Too much football and making it a little bit more competitive in that sense. You can see why they would want to. I think 20 is a good number to have. Maybe something else needs to be cut. Like, the, when Wenger said the qualification for World Cup would be just like a six-week period as opposed to like stopping the league every month at the moment, these internationals. I think in terms of that has to be done if they want to cut the amount of games, I think. I think that wouldn't be a bad idea. But I think the, the problem you're going to get with that is that essentially it's still quite a high amount of games for the players to play and then imagine it's that same weekend you gotta play in the Premier League. So I feel like in six weeks is still a lot of time. Well, it, was, to... it was the end of the season. I think he wanted to do it. I mean the big thing about that was that it's just every two years for the World Cup. Yeah. 
like, mm. yeah. I mean, likes the idea of uh, more World Cups, but it does take away the shine, I suppose. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely don't want to. Definitely don't want to a year. That's, I mean, yeah, once every two years, sorry. That's outrageous. Yeah. Again, it's only international football that anyone really doesn't care. Oh, he doesn't mind, sorry, about... Because now it's like... And then there's another international break next month. This month, mm. last month, next month. No one cares. Everyone hates it. Why is it still going on? This change. It has to change some way. Your for Nations League isn't the way. It's going to solve it. But yeah, it's just... Essentially, it's just ideas that people are trying to get to revive internationals. I think for me, the only time internationals become like important is like for the children. So, <clears throat> you know, your oldest is getting to a point where she's she's getting into sports, she's understanding stuff. So, and I promised her that you know, once COVID is done, we're gonna. We're gonna go to an England game. Okay. Because we were supposed to go the year when Cody kind of had its issues. Like we would have gone to one of the friendly games before the Euros. Yeah. But yeah, it was just obviously it was cut off for fans, so yeah, we couldn't go. Getting out of Wembley after a game, by the way, is <laughs> one of the least fun things I've done in my life. Oh yeah, I've I've always I've always maintained <laughs> that because I've been to I've been to Wembley a few times, so I think that's why I said to her, "Yeah, I'll go." I've I've gone without her, and she was like, "Oh, I'm like, yeah, it's a lot. It's a long queue when we get out. That's the problem." I swear, it's like and, a mile long. It's it's ridiculous how long that it is. But I've never. I think the issue is is that I'm so used to it now that I don't even think about it. Like you know when you just like this is so crazy and you get people that you know try and climb over the wall and go around the sides and just yeah. go to the train station rather than the tube station. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, that doesn't help me either way. Like I'm still gonna have to come back into the tube station side to get back home. So yeah, I just have to just wait. Yeah, with a little one as well, that would be... Yeah, and I think that would be it. But again, it would be who on the go. This is what people do. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how people do it with kids. I think they do the kind of thing that my uncle used to do. He used to leave games early. So he could get... He could beat the people. Yeah, you have to leave early or wait around to die down. But that'll take time. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I don't know how long you can wait around, especially when everyone is leaving. Like, mm. unless you know someone that's in the stadium that you can kind of speak to for a while, it's really not an option either. No, but so she, 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 does she watch football? Only when I'm watching. So she will okay. watch like the big games. So during the Euro, she was watching the England games, and. You know, if Arsenal's playing and I'm like blatantly watching it on my laptop, and she sees them, she's like, "Who are they playing? I'm playing. So are they playing that team? Are they losing? No, it's a draw. Are they going to lose? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so it's Most probably, <laughs> yeah. But it's to the point. It's like you just know me at this point because you know, you know why you're saying it because you and your <laughs> mum are conspiring to see if I'm going to blow my top here. And I'm not. 
Because all the time it's like, I just hear it from, like, I hear it from Shogun. Oh, why, why are you always getting upset for? It's just a game. So that's pretty more annoying, isn't it? <laughs> just yeah, like, exactly. Can you right, just leave? Whatever. Yeah, just leave me alone. So, oh, they don't pay you, though. So. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for your, your advice on these matters. That's where the new car, yeah, that's where I can sympathize with Newcastle fans. <laughs> but they're not getting paid either to watch that. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, did she watch women's football when chance? Um, nah. Interesting nah. if like, girls watch more, more girls are watching women's football because it seems to be quite big. It's on BBC and stuff at the moment and Sky Sports. I mean, I, yeah, I think, I think to be fair, if I took her to a game, I'm sure she'd enjoy it. Just because, especially, I could go like, "Oh, Arsenal's teams are actually doing well." So yeah, take you to one of their games if I could. But I think essentially, it's run in com- with the men's game. I think you still have to be a season ticket on the men's one to see the women's game. Really? Yeah, I think they carry like the youth games where I think you still. I don't know if it's separate. They've got a separate ticket in. I might have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure they run it in. You get points to go to certain games. Yeah, I see. It's just because I feel like women's football they advertise it a lot to like men. So I feel like they should. It should be more pushing it for girls to maybe go. Yeah, but the girls go because of the men. So as I said, if she didn't have me in her mm. life, um, she's probably not going to watch it because there's yeah. no reason to. I suppose so. That's actually a good point. But then, it was any more women? Because I, I I don't even like going to war, really, because everyone's worse. But so I can't imagine being a woman going there. But if it's more of a family atmosphere, mm. you're not going to get you know <laughs> loads of hooligans there. There may be more women would be interested in the first place, and then take mm. next generation will go you know build on that. Maybe I don't know. Mm. Like I said, they're pushing it quite a lot. Chelsea games on today, obviously. Watch a bit of that. And then. I mean, I'm looking at these prices. They're not bad. They're not bad. I think think a season ticket for Chelsea was like £40. (laughs) When I saw it, I was like, £40? (laughs) Not even one game. I mean, I might might ask her and say if she wants to go, because, yeah. I think think Chris Palace have a women's team, but. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I could do that to her. Like, if we're going to go watch, at least watch a team that I care about. <laughs> just, just imagine, like, Wilfred Zaha in a wig. <laughs> like, it's, I'm having to do everything at this club. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do you assume that he's the only player that K could ever produce? Hello? Because <laughs> <laughs> everything about Palace relies on Wilfred Zaha. Now Gallagher a little bit, but he's so he can't do it in it. That guy is... Oh, that's... You know, you know what? Sorry. Yeah, you lot made me sick because I don't think he's ever going to get into your first team. You might as well sell him at this point. Will. I think I think he will, you know. He, he's so good. He is, but unless you're getting rid of Kovacic, you've still got Loftus-Cheek. Loftus-Cheek is still there. He has played so well the last few games. Right. right. So he's not getting ahead of him at the moment. So where's he going to play? Come on, man. Football, football's about rotation, aren't it? Like, no, but I, I think, think gone are the days of just you have you have to play every game. No, I hear time. that, but I also think this is where we have to be realistic when we say rotation, because like rotation for how many minutes? 
So, for example, people are praising the fact that, you know, making an announce for us is coming on pretty much every game. But when they checked his minutes per game, it was actually less than what it was before he went to West Brom. So he's not playing a lot of minutes. He's just playing every game after, as a sub. Yeah. I mean, he's still young. He's only 21, Gallagher. So he's got years ahead of him. Obviously, yeah, but that's what I mean. I think up. they say, essentially, because football is quite quick in the way your development changes, you essentially want to be playing football at this age. You don't want to keep hoping and waiting. And yeah, I just feel I mean, for you've seen that with, with the Abrahams and the Gurhis and Tamoris and stuff, I suppose. It's a shame, but... Yeah, well, I think those were a bit different. So Tamori and Abraham is obviously... We wanted to stay, but essentially the competition was too fierce. Which is harsh. Yeah. But yeah, that, yeah. that that is essentially the issue. Uh, Tabby wasn't going to play ahead of Lukaku, and unfortunately, Tomori had to fight Rudiger, Thiago Silva, and Christensen. That's just way too many people. Yeah. But I mean, even he, like, so, like, I mean, Silva's of contract, I don't know if he'll sign an extension. Rudy's, hopefully, he signs a new one. Give him the the money he wants straight away. I don't know why they're debating. Could it's because he's so old. He's twenty eight. Oh, I thought you said yeah. silver. Sorry. No, no. He's so yeah. I mean, he's definitely he's out of contract as well. I said him first. Yeah, no, Rudiger. I think the problem with Rudiger is there's opportunities. <laughs> like, they are there, or there will be, and you just have to earn it. Like, I think if you're like Mason Mount is an essential part of the team. I've, you know, he's maybe getting a little tired so he, and he got injured, but he, he's basically undroppable. You just have to make yourself that when you get your chance. Yeah, I but something I think, happened, I don't know, with Tomori. But I think Mason Mount's become undroppable because of the fact that he's got such an engine and that's really hard to... That's what Gallagher's like, got, though. He might, like, he might have it a little bit more because he does it a bit deeper as well, I think. Yeah, I'll, Obviously, it'd be a different way. Which is what I mean. And I'm like, he would be perfect if he didn't have Kovacic. Yeah. I mean, it might even be you have to go to a 4 3 3 or something like that. Imagine Mount, Gallagher, and Kante holding it. Come on. That's energy <laughs> <laughs> that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, but I feel like. Involved. I think Tuchel would always want that control with someone like a Kovacic. Like, I think he does get yeah. quite antsy when he doesn't have someone like him. Which is why you ended up getting Sal on the. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't really seen or heard of since that horrible game against Villa. He's, he's just been completely unseen. It's a. Sh- it's a shame because <laughs> I feel like he, he must be like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> like, come to new league, <laughs> forty-five minutes against Villa, I just get slaughtered and I haven't had a chance to rectify it. Yeah, because he's not a bad player. Yeah, he's a good player. It's like he left Atletico Madrid to go and get minutes in his position he wanted. So, like, oh, okay, cool. We just won't play you at all. <laughs> That's the same thing, right? Yeah. Okay. But again, it's a long season. I think there's space for, for the youngsters, but I don't know. 
Sorry, guys. Please quality. Yeah. Should be. Yeah, I mean, as I said, should be should be interesting to see what goes on. I am also trying to look at some of these fixtures that are happening this week. So I don't know what the rules are going to be for some of these other players that have gone to certain countries in South America. They're still going to have to quarantine, bad, aren't they? They changed I think. Yeah, but they have. Some of them are too soon. Because Liverpool apparently tried to push the Watford game back because Alisson and Fabinho wouldn't have been allowed to play. Like, yeah, now you can't change it. But I think some are just... You just have to miss it. The game, basically. Mm. Even with it. But I'm sure there'll be someone who somehow avoids the rules or something. Oh, yeah. And gets in trouble for it later. Yeah. <laughs> or gets the game abandoned two minutes in. <laughs> or whatever it was. <laughs> I still can't get over that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, will, that will always be the best. Because it's like, should we stop the game? They're already playing. It's like, what do you mean? But I still want to <laughs> stop the game. It's like, I'm stopping the game. It's like, don't do it, bro. I'm already out there. <laughs> like, imagine him, like, going up to the full official and it's like, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the authority. He's like, don't you know I'm the health authority? It's like, Oh, what? I don't know what no, that means. I think the thing that was beautiful about it is he brought on the papers to explain why he was there. <laughs> and these people didn't quarantine. I've got the proof. <laughs> Showing the YouTube highlights. <laughs> Look, there's Martinez. <laughs> I see him. It's like he needs to come off. <laughs> the thing is, is like, you know he was in that stadium for a good two hours beforehand. Like, he could have stopped at any time. He wanted to be the superstar. He, the, the Mike Dean of health authorities here. <laughs> Trying to run things. Oh, poor guy. I'll tell you, guy. We'll see. COVID is just nutty. Yeah, I know. But again, it's what we essentially are going to have to live with for, I'm assuming, another two, three years. Yeah, I mean, it's never going to go away. I don't think it's just how much affects life is different, I suppose. Mm. Is there any, like, how many, there's only a few countries on the red list now? Yeah, seven. Yeah. So when I checked them, they were all countries that I don't see myself going to anytime soon, so it wouldn't be too bad. Mm. Yeah, so slowly, slowly, we're getting there. Mm. I think it's rust, but yeah. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Anything else? Did you remember what you wanted to bring up? Um, I really had to think about it, and I cannot let me think about what it was. Um, remember when we stopped speaking? Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll and, then it will, and then it will come up, come back again. But to be fair, I'm, yeah, I'm happy with what we've done so far. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. It's just nice, just us trying. They're not yep. a waste, man. They are. We'll blame um, Jeffrey's birthday celebrations on that. <laughs> Even though yeah, it was absolutely. On Friday, we'll blame that. I'm not gonna lie, that was that was just nice having everyone back, seeing everyone. because yeah. it's legit yeah. been two years seeing some people. Yeah, I'm gonna, I was like, right, when I saw you, I was like, I've actually seen you for so long. And it's like, been... I was like, I haven't seen you for so long either. I think I feel like it might have been a football or something. Even when we last saw each other. Yeah, probably. Which again, I don't, I don't see that happen. In time soon, but 
you know, <sighs> anyone, that's, anyone that's listening, I'm going to... What we need to do, we need to start... I, I, I hate having to do these things, but you know, we've still got a YouTube and social, so I will try and see if I can set that up at some point so that we can engage. Mm. I'm going to throw pictures. Well, I can't, okay. throw, I can't throw all pictures. That's happening because some people are doing things they're not supposed to do. I'm not good in that, I think. No, I think you were fine. <laughs> but it was it was very much a... Yeah, it's just it's just hilarious. It's like, we, we're getting too old for this. Yeah. You took pictures? When did you take pictures? No, I'm saying... If I was to take pictures, there'd be oh. things that people were doing they shouldn't have been doing. In the I'm shadows. not going to say more. We know, who, we know who they are. Yes. And they know <laughs> who they are too. So we'll leave that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that. Yeah. Find out more next week. Uh, but, uh, All good. right. Yeah, so I'll chat to you now. Alright mate, in a bit, boy. Cool. All right.